0: The Federal Government's promised energy market intervention will pass through Parliament tomorrow after gaining the support of the Greens and Senate crossbenchers. Labor had promised to deliver a support package before Christmas, with Parliament being recalled tomorrow to legislate the $12 a gigajoule gas price cap, $1.5 billion support package for some households and small business, and a mandatory code of conduct. Energy Minister Chris Bowen says the government will consult with the Greens on a significant package of measures to help households and businesses shift to renewables. I'm not announcing the package today. Sure. We've already begun work on the National Energy Performance Strategy. The Greens, in very good faith, have suggested that we commit to a package pre, you know, the lead up to the budget. It's part of the budget process, which is an, a suggestion that we accepted. Inevitably, there's some design elements
1: and further work to go.
0: Adam Band is the Greens leader and joins us now. Welcome, Adam.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on.
0: A big win for households is how you've described this deal. So exactly how much will households save immediately under this agreement?
1: Well what we're uh, wanting to do is help households, especially low-income households, low and middle-income households, um, make the switch from what can often be expensive and as well as polluting gas onto cheap clean renewables. It's been estimated by the Climate Council that just by switching your appliances over uh, to more efficient ones, an average household could save up to $1,900 a year. Um, And full electrification of a house, uh, it's been estimated, could save a household around about $3,500 a year. We think power bills are going through the roof, and it's driven by the greed of the coal and gas corporations. We've got to do something to start reining it in, and what we've achieved today will go a long way to helping a lot of people, especially low-income earners and renters, uh, start to bring down their power bills. Mm. There's more to do. Um, It's disappointing that the government's package still will see power bills go up. We want to see an electricity bill freeze for the next two years. But we're going to keep pushing for that as the government designs its support measures that they say they're going to start rolling out next year.
0: You mentioned those numbers there on different modelling, but what about with respect to this package in particular? How much more will it put in the back pockets of Australians struggling with the rising cost of energy? Because the Greens have been campaigning for a policy that would see electricity bills frozen, as you mentioned, a windfall tax implemented and a median household save of approximately $750. The Treasury says the immediate relief it modeled is more like $230. So is this more of a raw deal?
1: Well, we're we're disappointed that the government isn't prepared to come to an electricity bill freeze just yet because, as you say, with with electricity bills going up so much, um, we should be freezing electricity bills for the next two years and we could fund it by putting a windfall tax on these big coal and gas giants. Now, um, the legislation that is set to pass tomorrow uh, opens the door for the government to start paying um, compensation to bring down power bills and we're going to keep pushing to say, well, if you can do that... Then what we what we can also do is actually freeze power bills while while we're in the middle of this crisis. I think um, the government obviously recognises that that it is a, a problem for people with their electricity bills uh, rising as they are at the moment. We're not sure yet that they've pennies actually dropped. Just how significant it is for people, and that's why um, we're going to keep pushing for uh, an electricity bill freeze. And as well, in the meantime, um, I mean because one of the things that this bill will do, according to the government is is get some savings. Um, so we want it, that to go further and we'll keep pushing for that, as well as the package that we've secured today that will help bring people's bills down even further.
0: Just really quickly on that electricity bill freeze, which the Greens have been arguing for, it is dependent on a windfall profit tax, as you just outlined. Given what we're hearing from those big energy companies, is it likely at all that a windfall profit tax, and as well as what you're hearing from from the government narrative, will ever come into place in the next year
1: well the the united kingdom conservative Tories have bought in a windfall tax on their um gas corporations because it's, it's just recognized now as common sense that the enormous profits that these gas corporations are making are unfair and they're coming off the back of people's pain I mean you know 27 big gas corporations in one year bought in 77 billion dollars of income and paid no tax now that's just wrong and so I think it's it's a move that is happening around the world and you wouldn't have said six months ago, that this government would have intervened in the energy market the way they are. So that's why I'm optimistic that if we keep pushing for a windfall tax and an electricity bill freeze, we can get there. The only obstacle is the government. Okay, let's
0: talk about the reality now for those people and businesses paying small bills. Gas prices are still forecast to rise 23% over 18 months. Electricity price rises could be even sharper. What assistance does this deal that you've struck with the government today and the package to be included in May provide to those households and small businesses struggling to pay bills?
1: Well, we're working through the design of it and uh, details will be announced in the budget. But the essence of it is to help households and businesses um, generate and keep renewable energy and use that to bring their power bills down um, uh, by hundreds, if not by thousands of dollars. So take businesses, for example, that you mentioned, A lot of businesses use gas at the moment um, because they they thought it was always going to be cheap, and it turns out that it's not. But they use gas for things that could actually be done by um, electricity. Now, if, if the government steps in and helps those businesses with some money up front to say, well, look, we'll help you switch over from an expensive gas cooker to an electric one where you've got a battery and you're storing your energy with solar, you can start bringing down the cost of those businesses by hundreds of dollars. But... Um, or if not thousands. But the um, the problem is for a lot of low income earners, a lot of businesses, they just don't have that upfront cash, especially at the moment. So the, what we uh, secured from the government is a commitment to work out how the government can step in, meet that upfront cost so that people can make that switch and start enjoying the savings straight away. So that it's not just something that only people on um, high incomes can afford, but it's something everyone can afford to do.
0: Are you concerned at all that you're having to wait until the budget for more detail around this, particularly when you're looking at this idea that you want support for households to migrate to renewables, as well as the idea that you know, there's already a fair bit of work going on in government policies in this area already with respect to EVs and and batteries. So is this just sort of reheating those? Is it really going to be any new money? Are you confident of that?
1: Yeah, we are confident of that because the government's had no policy up till now. Well, they have
0: an EV policy. They have the National EV Strategy.
1: No, no, but they've had no policy to help households and especially renters, people on low and middle incomes. Um, or businesses even to switch over to get off dirty gas onto electric. That, that is a complete gap in the government's policy. So we've inserted that there. But look, yeah, pe- people are feeling the pain now, which is why we're pushing for an electricity freeze now. And if the government say, I mean, one of the things that we've made clear uh, as, as part of this um, arrangement is that we're not going to be supporting any one single dollar going to compensation for coal corporations if the government's got money to compensate coal corporations then we can use that to bring electricity bills down further instead so uh, we know We know now the government's prepared to act to bring down power bills. We say that it should be brought down, to, we should freeze it at the pre-crisis levels and it's affordable to do that.
0: Adam Bant, just on that compensation, if I can pick up on that, the Energy Minister, Chris Bowen, says that the details of any direct compensation for coal companies at the request of the New South Wales government is still being worked through. But he envisages any payment where the cost of production is above the cap would be rare rare but still built in rare but still an option so why support the package with that clause when you've publicly stated just now that the greens would not support a dollar going to corporations
1: well we've made it clear it's not part of what we're voting on tomorrow and we're not going to support it if the government does try and come back with legislation to do and um, what has just been said, that's something we'll be opposing. And I think the public as well would uh, would look at that and say, look, hang on, um, these coal and gas giants have been taking this country for a ride for ages. They're making record profits Um they shouldn't they don't deserve to have their handouts for compensation. If there's compensation going, uh, it should be going to the people. I mean, it shouldn't be the people compensating these big coal and gas corporations. It should be the other way around.
0: So what if it is in the legislation tomorrow? What will the Greens do?
1: Well, it won't be, and we have insured. It won't be.
0: Okay, in your announcement, you've made reference to almost two thousand dollars in possible savings from switching from gas to electricity, electric appliances, appliances, as we were just discussing. I mean, what is the modelling? What is that modelling based on?
1: Well, that's the Climate Council, an independent organisation, who's looked at what the um, what the costs are across the country, and uh, especially with gas prices continuing to rise, and obviously it varies from state state and territory to territory because um, there are different arrangements in place elsewhere but they've done the modeling uh, and they've said it uh, from memory it's between you're looking at between 900 and nineteen hundred dollars that's sort of a figure of that order just from switching your appliances alone and others um, like Saul Griffith have done the work about what would it what would you save if you switched your whole house mm. um, your car etc over to electric and they're, they're talking in the thousands and the problem as I say is um, that's those savings are there, but what people don't have that money up front, especially not at the moment. And so our plan is to get the government to step in to meet that upfront cost, and especially for people like renters where you've got to deal with the landlord and so on, get the government to step in, do it all up front, and then people can start enjoying those uh, those savings. And part of what we're trying to do is ensure that that brings it down not just as a temporary cap for a year, but you get those savings year after year and it's built into your house and you've got a bit more money in your pocket to deal with the rising cost of living.
0: Adam, if we can just finally end with uh, the future of the Greens and how they negotiate with the, the government in the years ahead. Were the Greens realistically ever going to be able to knock back this energy uh, legislation. And do you think the future for the Greens is going, compromise is going to have to pay a bigger part into how it negotiates with the government?
1: Well, look, we've been, uh, throughout the course of this this year already, we've managed to, uh, you mentioned electric vehicles before, the mm-hmm. government wanted to include a subsidy for that, for petrol vehicles. We managed to get that um, extremely limited and the government to commit to switching over its fleet, uh, the Commonwealth fleet to electric cars. Um, we've managed to see, uh, make some government bills better and pass them. Uh, and that's look where there's areas of common interest. That's the approach that we're going to take. But there's going to be some big differences, um, We're heading, especially as we head into next year. Uh, we've got to deal with this question of new coal and gas mines. The government wants to keep opening them up. We don't want that to happen. When the government's environment laws um, come up and when there are other climate laws come up, we're going to have to deal with that. Stage three tax cuts is going to be an area where... Uh, we have a different view for the government. We don't think we should be spending, um, you know, uh, so over a quarter of a trillion dollars on uh, helping uh, the likes of Clive Palmer get a tax cut when people are doing it tough. So there's some mm. big issues coming up during the course of next year um, that we're, we're going to be pushing hard.
0: Adam Bant, really appreciate your time and what has been a very busy day and week, no less. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks very much.
0: Adam Bant is Leader of the Greens.